You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Brian Altano, Sam Claiborne. Scoopity doo. We've got a great show for you this week. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Nintendo NX. We're going to be talking about Rise of the Tomb Raider. But first, TMNT stands for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. That checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's apparently a new TMNT game on the way from Platinum Games, mm. developer of such games as Trans- Bayonetta, Transformers, Transformers, Transformers <laughs> Devastation, which just the, came out. The Legend of Korra. Like, gotta be the hardest working developer in the biz. Like, yeah. right? how many uh, well, games do they have in development at one time? And we time? know they're not huge, so they're, are we gonna they're get, picking out games yeah. fast with a small are team. Are we gonna get good Platinum or bad Platinum with TMNT? Yeah, you never really know. They do this license stuff, which Man. probably pays the bills. Uh, but yeah, their licensed games are, I think, are of mixed quality. Transformers oh, is okay. Korra was Korra mm-hmm. was bad. Transformers is alright. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. They're also working on Star Fox. They're doing Star Fox. <laughs> so they're busy. Scalebound. Yeah. From Microsoft. Oh, yeah, Scalebound. oh, I totally forgot about that game. And Near, the second, the yep. sequel to Near. They're also working on that one. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah, for well, Square, those, for Square those, Enix. They all have a little element of combat, I guess. Yeah. Movie, but they're not all focused like like Bayonetta <clears throat> focused. I think this could be awesome. Uh, I mean, I love the idea of sort of a Bayonetta infused combat with 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 all four turtles and being able to switch between all of them. Yeah. Um, that could be really cool. Some of the like the alt play, playable character costumes type stuff that got into Bayonetta yeah. with different fighting styles could work really well. Um, it like, bums me out a little bit because I think we heard for years or maybe said it so many times we wanted it to become true but that we wanted Rocksteady to make I know. a Turtles game. I know. And, and said they'll just make another Batman game, which I'm so fatigued on. Yeah, I don't know. Point. You're saying that because of Bebop and Rocksteady. Yes, that's, that was the only, <laughs> as joke. video game journalism, that's all we had to work with. That was that was the little sliver. <laughs> the rumor mill's been churning. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, this comes from a ratings, uh, video game rating in Australia. Uh, a game called TMNT Mutants in Manhattan was rated M in Australia. I think they're a little harsher on the ratings there. It couldn't be, could receive a lesser rating in other yeah. territories. They're also harsh on keeping secrets. Yeah. Snitches. Well, that's true. Uh, I think Activision currently has the, uh, the uh, rights to TMNT. Oh, is yeah. that true? Yeah. I guess I, I still so. associate it with Konami. <laughs> like, I just yeah, assume. Right, there's those good old boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching well, this, themselves on TV. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you got hit. <laughs> it's like reviewing the tape afterwards. Ten flips now. <laughs> this uh, got me thinking. I don't know if you can do that next I don't know if that's his voice. Splinter voice. He's very old in my... He's just been chain smoking. Do you know what the last TMNT game was? Um, I mean, there was that 3D brawler. Ten years ago, maybe? Wasn't there one for the you Wii? You don't think there's been a TMNT game for ten years? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. That's the one I remember. There was a brawler for the Wii, I believe. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a really recent one, like two years ago, that I remember the guide for. It was just last year, and it was made by WayForward. WayForward, yeah. I didn't play that. This got me thinking about the history of TMNT games. I've put together a brief history of TMNT games. Sweet. Nice. Uh, it began in 1989. Mm-hmm. Two games released in 1989, the arcade and the NES game. I don't know Ultra. which one came Man. first. That NES game, Yeah, it's got to be a top five most played NES game for me. It was always on I those remember top you're about 100 to fight, yeah, you're about to fight Bebop. This is the one that it, it had side-scrolling and overhead mm-hmm. missions. Yeah, you got the you got the van, and then you that it had the notoriously difficult... I mean, the game was notoriously difficult, but I feel like everyone made it to the water stage. If you managed <laughs> to get past that, then you would die The defusing the, the bombs and the seaweed? Yep. Crazy difficult. And yep. then after that, there's kind of an ambiguous overworld part where I don't yep. really know yeah. where to go. That's the, yeah. part, that's the part of the game. I made it past it like twice in my entire life, yeah. but it was always that overworld. <laughs> Remember that, that shot of, above the dam, though? How I think, cool it looks? Yeah. I think as kids, this is one of the first times we realized that there could be bad versions of great things that we loved. Yeah. Like, the show was awesome, the movie was great, the toys were great. Even, like, buying Ninja Turtle pies and eating them was fun. Yeah, with the green news inside. Yeah, green news inside. Yeah. But then playing that game, I think a lot of us kind of realized at the same time that this is not a good game, but we played the hell out of it. I mean, not me. I thought it was good because I love the turtles. The yeah. turtles were my life. Like, I always talk about on GameScoop, oh, I was never into Transformers, I was never into this. Like, Ninja Turtles were my jam. Were you I an action a, figure guy? I had a whole, my entire room, my sheets, my curtains. I was the same way. I had everything turtles. Yeah, same way. The turtles got me hard. I miss the turtles. When I was that age, I don't even think I was aware that some games were bad. I would just exactly. Play, that's why I, I would play yeah. any in, any Nintendo game I get my hands on, and yep. I never would make a value. I guess I'd I'd choose it. if I wanted to own it or maybe re-rent it again at that yeah. point. No, I thought I didn't. I didn't make a judgment between good or bad. I just played whatever. And of it course, was hard. That's what I remember it being. I remember it being a hard game. It is a hard game. Well, yeah. Now this this game. Was awesome. The arcade game. The, the arcade Konami game was four player awesome. arcade game. Yeah. Is really, this is, really this good. came at a time in which arcade games became refocused on just taking as many quarters as possible in like a few weeks and not caring about what you cared about that game after that. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like, I'm going to get better at this game over the next over the whole summer, and by the end of the summer, I'm going to impress that girl with how good I am <laughs> at Hubert. It wasn't like that. It was like, okay, listen, we yeah. know you're going to get 10 bucks out of you this summer. Right. Do it now. Give us your 10 bucks. I mean, Brawlers, I'm so torn because I have fond memories of playing all these games, but I actually don't think they're probably good video games. Well, they're they're designed to take take a quarter. Like, it's literally down to a science. Like, every 60 seconds, we want to take a quarter from you or whatever the time works out. And they can, like, tune that to be whatever they want. (laughs) Well, so actually, one of the things that I really appreciated about this game was, A, the fact that it was co-op and you could have four of your friends at the same time, which was like, this came out the year where I was... 
it was probably my best year ever for birthday parties. Oh, man. Like, I think I got invited to like 30 birthday parties that year, which means I beat this and The Simpsons and Simpsons X-Men as many times as possible. Yeah, games like that. But one thing I did love about this was it did have that sort of um, competitive, cooperative angle to it yeah. where there was a pizza on the floor every now and then. Yeah. And if you were low on health, you took it. But if you didn't, or you weren't, and you took it, you were an ass. Yeah. But, and your friends hated you for it, and justifiably so, but that was the only way to keep you from putting another quarter in. There I remember was, just uh, having all the quarters lined up on the top of the arcade cabinet. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's uh, Pizza Hut ads in the NES game. Yeah. It just well, said Pizza yeah. Hut in the back. This was ported into the NES uh, in 1990 as TMNT 2. Right. The arcade, the arcade game. game. And so the interesting thing about that, um, one, I, that was probably my most sought-after <laughs> NES game that year. I actually had a dream that I got it. <laughs> And then showed up to my one of my living room and it wasn't there and it was that was actually the first time I've ever ex- experienced depression. <laughs> but uh, that the big thing about that game was that it had two additional levels and one was a snow level oh, inexplicably because I always felt like the rest of the game took place in the summer. Yeah. Um, so I guess this was like a year long war. Maybe but also like that it had yeah it had way more foot soldiers than the than the arcade. Game. And then the Tick parodied that with Night of a Million Ninjas. It's yeah. like their first level in the Tick game. It just throws you that same them, ninja right? over and yep. over again. It's like the same model. Yep, it's pretty good. Um, one thing that about our, uh, those brawlers, the last thing I'll say is that they were the height of graphics at the time. Yeah. yeah. And they were, they were yeah. showcases of technology. And while we were playing NES games, you could go to the arcade and still see a game that was like blew it out of yeah. the water. That like lavish was. animation, just right. gigantic sprites. Yeah, yeah, big sprites and mm-hmm. big animation, just gorgeous looking. And it looked like a side scroller of the cartoon. Yeah. And that's what was like so amazing about it at the time. And so if you think about it now, that would be like going and playing the new Star Wars Battle Pod. It's actually cool to get inside something and have it wrapped around. Around you and have that experience, and like, it's pretty neat that that was there was a time which you could do it with a two D brawler yeah. made of sprites, but you could, it worked. And then in 1991, TMNT Manhattan Missions was a PC exclusive. I think this is just a DOS game, and look at huh. what this game looks like. Remember the Manhattan like. Project or wow. something? Does this like game that. look awesome? I've never yeah. even seen this. Yeah. This was on PC only yeah, the in ninety one. Really Who is the, who's the boss here? Is it yeah, like a zombie Casey Jones? Yeah. It looks like Jason go- from the NES. Yeah, <laughs> you, have, <laughs> the you also have stats here. going up and down in the bottom. I don't. I know, know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand what's going uh, on. It's, it's like, a timer counting down. I'll also add Michelangelo's name is horribly misspelled here. It's uh, Michael and then Angelo, which is two <laughs> separate Italians. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, this Casey Jones. Yeah, that was that was a PC only game. Looks pretty cool. Then but also a side-scroller, so we haven't moved beyond yes. that, which is what these all have been so far. Also in 1991, the sequel to the arcade game, Turtles in Time, mm-hmm. was released, and then that came to Super Nintendo in 92. Yeah. Also in 91, uh, Tim and T came to the Game Boy with Fall of the Foot Clan. Cool. I like video? these games. They weren't they weren't great, but I like these games. Well, I think what I liked so I about love, them, I love the look, but like look at how the sprite. Slow oh yeah, the, the bigger the sprite is, and then you couldn't see anything it's going really on around slow. you. I know. <laughs> well, like just you like that this, ball appeared out of nowhere. But we all have memories of like playing this garbage yeah. on the bus. Right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like it was this or nothing. Like, yeah, that's exactly. What I was, I'm in the same boat. I think what was really cool was, was how big how big they made the sprite in this game. Yeah, he's like a third of the screen. That's just like the Castlevania. Yes, because the screen was like a postage stamp thing. But it's also like this. You have to remember, I'm not. It's gonna say this is a good game, but the comparison is like Tiger Electronics. Yeah, like that's what you had. You had this or like, like a Tiger Electronics of yeah, Aladdin. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, but, looks, but I guess there's awesome. other good su- Game Boy games. Yeah. at the time. Look sure. at the detail, like just on the, bricks, the bricks, on the brick yeah. wall. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. it does look. This really game cool. was gra- again a graphical showcase. Like they're just yeah. trying to make things look good. This game got a sequel in '92 for the Game Boy for the Game Boy called Back from the Sewers. And also in 92, mm-hmm. TMNT 3, The Manhattan Project, yeah, the Manhattan came Project. to NES. Yes, I, I only remember, I don't know, I guess I think... It's a very late NES game. That is yeah. super late. Well, there was one more on NES after that. 
after the Manhattan Project? Yes, there was. It was TMNT Tournament Fighters. That Extremely came rare also, yeah. cartridge, yeah. Now, this is looking really good on yeah. the NES, right? That's a great looking game. Look at these guys game. teaming up, hanging out on this battleship. That yeah. looks so good. It looks like Where the uh, <laughs> Battletoads versus Double Dragons came out in this era, yeah. and just like, like Double Dragon came out in this era. It has great graphics. The yes. last, the original TMNT game that we were watching had so much screen flicker, and oh. now this is just oh, running yeah. so smoothly. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah, I mean, it's really impressive. Like, it's crazy cool. that this is the same console as like something like the original Double Dragon, mm-hmm. or like something with these tiny, crappy sprites. Yep. But I bet they sacrifice. I mean, I actually don't really remember Team in Three that well, but they probably there's probably only like two enemies on screen at once. Or something yeah. Like yeah. That. Team in T finally came to the Genesis with Hyperstone Heist. Yeah, I totally in, missed this in one. Ninety-two. This is basically Turtles in Time. Yeah. So okay. Slightly different, re- but they're reusing the level- levels from. Who stole Turtles the Hyperstones? You got, you got to play to the end to find out. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that's, that, that, that was one of the weird things about the Genesis SNES era, is that, like, they're two completely different Aladdin games, famously. Like, you would get this game that's kind of the same, but different. Like, they yeah. just had all these weird rules about that's what good. you could release. Yeah. It was, uh, people complain a lot about the differences in, in next-gen console game ports right now yeah. in graphic fidelity or, you know, certain mm-hmm. textures and stuff like that. But back then, you got completely different, different games. games. Yeah. In 1993, gave us the third TMNT game for Game Boy. This one's called Radical Rescue. And look at this box art. Look at how intense. Wow, what is going on Leonardo there? looks. And you know what's, what's really weird about this? The game stars Michelangelo. <laughs> you play as Michelangelo, you have to rescue the other turtles, but the box art has Leonardo on it. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's also the third game you've mentioned called Turtles 3. Yeah. 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 Anybody, it's nobody's, a very intense nobody's box favorite cover. turtle yeah. is Raphael. Raphael was my favorite turtle. Like really? Yeah. yeah. You're too, too, too. Oh, the size. The size are awesome. care about yeah. No, actually, like he's sarcastic and he's a loner. Like he's a really cool guy. Does he like pizza? He loves pizza. Oh, I love down. pizza. I thought yeah. he was a jerk. I thought everyone's hey, what favorite series turtle. Is that part of Damon. What? That's the Game Boy series. No, does it have a little series? Oh, like original it? Game Boy. It says. Oh yeah, it's that's not right. part of like the adventure series yeah. or the puzzle. It just says series. original Game Boy game pack. <laughs> no, Weird. Raphael's awesome. Well, maybe that's because of Game yeah, Boy Color wow. or something. Yeah, yeah that, first person I've ever met. They really? Yeah. I think it's it's that's totally like a BuzzFeed personality quiz. There'd well, be a like, lot of people. Michelangelo is the obvious choice, but yeah. it's like some people might like Leonardo for being the leader or Donatello for being brainy. Yeah. Is this Tournament Fighters? Yeah. So this is Tournament Fighters in '93. Like Street Fighter. So yeah, this came to Super Nintendo Genesis <laughs> and the NES. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I've never seen the. But I don't. I don't think there's an arcade version. Is he fighting a dolphin? Yeah, he just beat up a dolphin. That was a shark, right? Uh, no, it's got was... a fin on his head. Yeah. Well, so like can the turtles fight fins? each other in this? Not like Probably. that. Probably. I, I would really like to know what the storyline is behind that. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're right. That might be a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like halvesies. It's a shark shawl fin. Is that, right. is, that some weird, is that some weird villain that we don't remember from TMNT? I, I, yeah, I've never. I mean, I, I got into like the deep cut versions what of those toys. What do you think toys. his name is? <clears throat> that guy? I don't, it's probably like Finn Maximus or something <laughs> stupid like that. How about Fark so, Shang? <laughs> that's pretty good. So that was 1993, and would you believe there would not be another Team NT game for 10 years? What? Until 2003. How did we all cope? Well, I think it's because Team NT went away. It yeah, totally petered out until nostalgia kicked back in. Yeah. I think that's when we all had to grow up. That sucked. That was a bad 10 years for when us. Was, <laughs> I think that's when they brought the new like TV show back. Yeah, that's because I was going to say, weren't there like a few bad shows, mm-hmm. then there's actually a really good show, right? Isn't it, yeah. Is it the one that's on right now that people say is actually pretty I don't, good? I don't, I don't, I don't keep up. I remember there was I'm a GameCube game that people really liked. Did it already get to that? So 2003, a TMNT game uh, came to all the current consoles, GameCube, yeah. Xbox, PS2. So that was it. Man, it was that was that thing of a gap. On the then current TV series. Yeah, I remember people really liking that game. It was almost <clears throat> cell shaded looking. Yeah, and then it, uh, yeah. A, a different version came to Game Boy Advance where each turtle had their own levels. Hmm. 
2004 gave us TMNT2, Battle Nexus, that came to all the consoles of the time. It supported four players and included the arcade original on the uh, disc. Two, the following year, 2005, gave us TMNT3, Mutant Nightmare, also came to everything. So then, this is part of the same PS2 era series? Yes, exactly. Wow. But then in 2000, also in 2005, Mutant Melee was like a four-player party game. It just came to Xbox and wow. GameCube. I remember, I, this. I remember this one. Yeah, so that's this one. It was a party game? Yeah, like so a like four it was player, like... The same era as Pac-Man Fever? Yeah, these are the ones I remember. <clears throat> yeah, my, my younger brother had this game. Yeah. It's a. Uh, but I don't know why it skipped, it skipped the PS2 for some reason. I also don't know why, the, why they're all beating each other up. They, huh. have, they have a whole city of crime to take on. <laughs> it's a training exercise. They rebooted the whole thing in 2007, <laughs> again, when Ubisoft took over the license. Yeah. And they just released TMNT. It was based on the CGI movie. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was a CGI movie before the live action movie. Which was pretty good. That came movie. out. Really, I never saw it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, and then 2009 was TMNT Smash Up. Remember this? This was the Smash Brothers game. Wii. Yeah, downloadable. With, with former Smash Brothers developers. Yeah. I don't think it was downloadable. Either. I don't remember I think it was any a full retail release. Oh, yeah, you're wow. right. You're right. Well, I, I can't remember how, but I remember for, for me 3 and playing it. It looked nice. It uh, yeah, I mean, it was former Smash Brothers. It's a good idea. It's good, yeah. It's because that, that was the modern equivalent of making a fighting game. Yeah. In the Smash Brothers same game. So also in 2009, we got a remake of Turtles in Time for Xbox Live Arcade. I bought that. PSN. I remember that. Turtles in Time reshelled, and I remember really not liking what they did with the graphics. They like redid all the graphics on it. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the look. They didn't keep the pixels. Also in 2009, TMNT Arcade Attack came to the DS. That was the last game published by Ubisoft. 2013 gave us TMNT Rooftop Run, hmm. an endless runner, runner oh, on mobile. Oh, that's right. I either reviewed that or I did a video about that. I worked at, what year was that? 2013. Yeah, I already worked here. I really respect the series so far for not having a sports game. Yeah, I don't think there's Yeah, because the action game. figure line had sports action figures. Yeah. Remember that? It yeah. was just like Michelangelo stuck with a basketball hoop on his head. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he really ran out of ideas towards the end of that run. I had that pizza shooter, though. That was a good one. Dude, Ooh. that's been... We were just talking, I was talking with Max Bryan the other day. That's been reused a whole lot. Yeah. That's like that it, pizza shooter van is used hmm. for, like, girls' toys and yep. all kinds of stuff. A lot right? of those designs get reintroduced into completely separate... Pie uh, shooter. Now. Yeah, stuff like that. Polly Pocket. There's been an accident at the bakery. Yeah. <laughs> also, you shoot these pies at your freaking brother's head <laughs> at a billion miles an hour. Those things would leave welts. Yeah, those are, those are hard. <laughs> there were two other games released in 2013. Out of the Shadows was a downloadable game, uh, the first one published by Activision, and then just TMNT... It was for 360 Wii 3DS based on the movie, the live-action movie. Too mm. many games. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and say it. 2014 oh. was TMNT Training Lair. Oh, you're, for, not, you're not done. For Connect. Oh. There was a game called TMNT Training what? Lair I for completely Connect. missed this. Yeah, yeah, I missed this too. Do you I think don't... it ever came out? I, it came out, yeah. Okay, we'll get this. It's really weird. We'll download this. This is a good, for, this for is a good last let's year, play. Just last year, a Connect game that was just released last not year. Not for Xbox One, right? For Xbox I mean, 360? Uh, it was last year. It Fuck. had to be. Might Xbox need to cover one. that up at noon. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Both. wow. Be a good let's play for Up and Noon. Yeah, and that brings us to the, the last game release, Danger of the Ooze by WayForward. The Ooze came back. PS3, 3DS. Yeah, hmm. wow. seems redundant to call the Ooze dangerous at that point. Yeah. I think we know. Yeah. But it also dangers. created the turtles. Is yeah. the ooze, so that's the part of the universe is that the Ooze was what is in the sewer that that made them teenage mutants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the but Shredder made them ninjas. So are they so wait. No Splinter. Splinter, yeah. So how long well, yeah. How long does a turtle live, like a regular turtle? hundred well, and depends. something years. A tortoise will yeah. live a long well, so, so, like, time. Were they, turtle, like, why are they, I guess I've never given this much thought, as gigantic of a turtle fan as I am. Were they, is it because of their turtle age that then they got into the ooze and it made them teenage? 
Why are they teenage? That's what I'm getting so at. So the cartoon had it so uh, teenagers interacted with pet turtles and the muse sent them into one thing. Is that but, true? So does yeah. their families oh, just really? They were real boys? Yeah, they were real boys. But then, true? Yeah, but then the, the comics were totally different. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, the comics are a completely different beast. But what's weird about that, so do those four families just think their kid's dead? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember totally. any of this. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I never thought about that either. That's really dark. That'd be a cool reunion, though. It'd be like, Mom, I'm a turtle now. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Why would I told you not to play in the sewer? Anyway, that's a br that's a brief history of TMNT games. It does not include the pinball game or the handheld, the Tiger Electronics. Yeah, and then I think there was a few plug and play TMNT yeah. games. Pinball game came out the same time as Super Mario Brothers by Gottlieb. Mm. It's a it's a really dumb game. Is it also, Turtles in Time? No, it's just called Teenage yeah, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles, and it has there's also a Street Fighter Two. Uh, that company, Gottlieb at the time, licensed all their games. They had a bunch yeah. of licensed early '90s games, and, and nobody else was doing that. The Mario one's okay. Well, I guess Williams oh. is doing it too. The Mario's uh, the yeah. Turtles one. Uh, Mario's cool. Sam uh, has the Mario Arcadium. It's awesome. Yeah, I have the Mario pinball, pinball. machine. But uh, yeah, Turtles is Sorry. Turtles is interesting. Lots of toys and stuff to do, but it's really boring. It's like this. Did you guys ever play the Simpsons pinball machine? Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of like two shots, and it's really pretty. Okay. Mm. Cool. Not that exciting. All right, moving on. Next year, Nintendo is expected to ship its next console, the NX. Mm -hmm. Currently codenamed the NX. And if reports are to, be to are to be believed, Nintendo expects to ship 10 to 12 million NXs next year. It's a lot. I find this hard to believe. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, do, I don't even know, I don't know what the statement is, because like, is it Nintendo? We, do we think Nintendo believes that? Or do we think that's that statement what, is even That's what impossible? the report, so the report they're comes start, from the manufacturer. They're gonna okay. start, man and the other, well the other news. Meaning that the manufacturer would know what Nintendo ordered yeah, to have yeah. made, mm -hmm. right? Interesting. They're also manufacturing them early. Like, that's, yeah. that was the other half of this news. I don't know if you have it written down there in your so notes. Production, mass production is supposed to begin the end of Q1, which wow. is 16. Which is not wow. normal. Like, that indicates that it's not coming out, like, in the fall. Or, or that they'll stockpile it. Not coming out in the fall. Yeah, that's too soon. That's oh, too early. Like, like this indicate, Yeah, this indicates, like, a summer launch. Like, it yeah. doesn't have to be. They can do whatever they want. But I'm just saying, yeah. if this is true, and it's their manufacturing in Q1, that would not be typical. Normally, for a fall release, you It's hard to sit on a bunch of inventory, too, right? Yeah. Well, it's too much stuff leaks. Like, you can't... Like, they'd be manufacturing it before they even reveal the console to the public, presumably at E3. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's weird. And also, yeah. there's parts of manufacture, like, just doing the chips, just doing this. Yeah, stuff I mean, there reversed. is. There's all kinds of supply chain. Like, you actually have to source the RAM and, like, the CPU, like, all the rest of that garbage. It's just like, incredibly complex and complicated. That's a big sales number, though. That's a big sales yeah. goal in the contemporary... Well, this is, what, this is a ship number. Uh, ship let's number, be clear. Right. But that would mean that the Nintendo would ship more NXs in one year than the Wii U has sold Period. in its lifetime. Yeah, yeah. By yeah how I was much? just going to so say like that. 10 million? By like 2 million. I mean, yeah. two, million. The okay. Wii U is like 10 a little, a little over 10 million. Oh, oh wait, so you said 10 to 15? <clears throat> 10 to 12. Oh, okay. 10 yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I'm worried about all this. I think this is like, it's, it's all coming in a little hot. Uh, yeah. I think the main, one of the main problems with the Wii U, besides the fact that it was hard to identify and it was between generations and it was technologically behind pretty much everything else at the time, um, was that from hearing from third parties, they didn't get uh, access to the console early enough mm -hmm. to start building stuff for it. And when they did, it was like, should we port stuff that we're working on? A lot of that stuff doesn't carry over. Yeah. So I don't know where this is gonna sit in that sort of timeline, yeah. but it feels too soon. It doesn't feel like, like we haven't even heard a lot of leaks about people playing with dev kits or working on things. Like there's some stuff here and there. I know, I believe it was Square 
said something about something a dragon quest or something coming to the NX. But other than that, there really hasn't been a lot of like this is what's happening. This is this is what we're working on. It's totally going to be the timing of it is weird. Yeah. It's going to be similar to the Wii U. Like we're going to get like, hey, you can get Rayman, you can get Rayman Origins, and Rayman what's yep. the sequel? Rayman uh, Legends. Legends. Mm. And like just stuff like that, or like the Wii U totally got like people forget like the Wii U has Mass Effect and Call of Duty Batman. and yep, Assassin's Creed, but, but like they were all like a year later, yeah. And like it's just like mm, I don't know, like yeah. I mean the other problem is that Nintendo fans historically have proven that they don't buy those things, mm-hmm. but they want them there to make the library more robust. So mm-hmm. now you're leaning just on first party stuff, which uh, I hope they must will, be working on stuff. They didn't put out anything this fall. Well, that was about to say that actually the Mario their Maker. their quality this year. I, I think we did this show. A year ago, Damon, where you brought up this whole... Uh, well, I'm sure we did. You've been doing it for a long time. But you you brought up um, how, at the end of the year, there's the Metacritic average for publishers year yeah. over year. And while Nintendo doesn't necessarily sell the most, uh, I think last year they were, not, if not number one or number two, yeah. highest-rated publisher of the year. That is not the case in 2015 They've very much at all. fallen off. They've very much fallen off, and a lot of their efforts have been funneled into these kind of... Um, Second tier spin off franchise, you know, and, and we, games that we saw a long time ago. Yeah. So, Yoshi's Woolly World and stuff like that, we saw those so long ago that, like, those yeah. were done and made. Like, they're working through some kind of back stock right now. Yeah. They're all working on something. Yeah, I mean, they have lot, yeah. Nintendo has lots and lots of studios, and they're not releasing 3DS games or Wii U games yeah. right yeah. now. So, they're working on something. Yeah, so um, I'm, hope, I'm hoping all their top, top which tier I think talent. is exciting. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm not worried about the, the, getting... the software side of it. I never worry about. And yeah, I, don't, you know, I mean the hardware side. You know what's funny is that everybody said like the game, the the the, the Wii U is going to be the Dreamcast of Nintendo, which is like oh, it's their last system and it's it's crappy. Hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a little like the Saturn because the Saturn yeah. came out and it, they're just like we got to scrap this and it's like the Virtual Boy, like we got to scrap yeah. this and just try again right mm-hmm. away. Right. Now, in those two examples, both. Ended up with better systems. Dreamcast was amazing, but eventually failed because of kind of Sega's uh, software problems and then their internal well, the, uh, issues. But then the the 64 was very successful. The, so there's <coughs> there's prior examples of somebody like being like, okay, let's just scrap that system. Yep. But like the Nintendo's had just, one. The timing's success, just all wrong. Success. Like even if the NX is you know a really great console, everybody loves it. We love it. Consumers love it. Like in another two three years, you're going to be getting the next thing from Microsoft and Sony. So it's got yeah, like this it. much time to really like try to carve out. We're also or it could be up against games that have been amazingly developed yeah. for those systems. Well, that's right? the thing. We are so the launch is different. Than we are so comfortable and nestled into our our console <laughs> ecosystems currently, right? Yeah. Like you, I am so entrenched into my PS4 right yeah. now that I know the way. I know every nook and cranny of it. I know I know exactly what's coming to it and when. I know who I'm going to be playing those games with and how and what what I'm getting season passes for. Um, that's it's kind of a marriage that you get into for a few years, sure. and to kind of break that off with you know some side chick that might not really know what's what's going on, it gets messy. It can. Sad I mean, we like I, I can't think of a console historically that's come out off cycle like that. That was a big success. Right. Like it didn't really work for the Dreamcast. Um, that's the highest profile example. Yeah, the Dreamcast. Well, but came I think the 64 was much more successful than the. But it was not off cycle. Like it came out at the same time as the other yeah. consoles did, and it competed head to head. Well, with no, the, no, it was three years after PS One. Really? Yeah. I don't think no. Yeah, it was like it was, 92 no. to 96. No, it was 96. It was 95 to 96. Yeah, it was 90, just a year. It was, or 94 in Japan. What Maybe. It was. They're a year apart. I'm almost sure. I mean, I could be wrong. But um, either way, I love Nintendo. I loved my Wii U for a very long time. I'm in a very weird position now as a Nintendo fan working at IGN because people ask me almost every single day, uh, "Hey, I saw a great sale on a Wii U. Should I get it?" 
Yeah, and a year ago, I was like, hell yeah. Because yeah. last year, yeah. the system had an amazing year. We just year. had such a blah year to follow up. Yeah, there's still great games to play. There's great games coming. Zelda's on the way. The library still exists for what was already out. But I mean, right now, if you ask me, should I buy the should I buy the Nintendo console they're selling? I'm kind of like, no. Yeah, you have to get it as an archive system because we have no idea what's coming. Uh, yeah, I don't know if in February yeah, we're, we're going to get a wait. Nintendo Direct. It's like, hey, here's our plans for this I year. Mean, the NX, the NX is like we don't know. We don't know if they're continuing to double down on motion controls like the Wii U did, like the Wii U carried on the Wii's tradition. Um, we don't know about any of that. Like yeah. it's all a big question mark. Like how traditional is it going to be? How out there yeah. is it going to be? Will it merge like, with their handheld line? Does it yeah. have a touchscreen or a giant tablet or yeah? We don't know. I think what people want is a set-top box with a traditional controller that plays awesome, high-quality games. But uh, so. there's enough people making that right now, so it's a, it's a tough market to crack into. Yeah, I am very interested to see. It's very early. I really, I strongly is. believe, based on the manufacturing in Q1, that uh, that console they're going to reveal it before E3 and it's going to release before the fall. Yeah. I think the timing, if the timing's correct, they wouldn't be manufacturing that early. Well, in keeping with Nintendo, we have an email from listener Miguel Tercero. Hey, Miguel. Hi, Miguel. He says, long-time listener, second time writing in. Ooh. I, like all of you, am excited about cloud coming to Smash Brothers for Wii U. Mm -hmm. Working in advertising, the first thought that came to my mind was, what if this is nothing more than a way to promote the upcoming Final Fantasy VII Remake? Which is something I haven't heard many people explore <clears throat> online. When I think about the timeline of messaging being released for this game, it all adds up. Remake announcement at E3, Smash announcement in November, PSX, Smash, or where we'll probably get more info on Final Fantasy VII Remake, Smash Brothers Direct in December, and then actual release of Cloud DLC for Smash, fingers crossed, right after the Smash Direct. Yeah, for sure. I this mean, wouldn't be... I'm sorry, Miguel. This wouldn't be I the apologize. first time that Smash is used as a platform to introduce old and new series to younger gamers, or even promote upcoming video game releases. In fact, this isn't the only instance of Sony lending out a character to help boost the esteem of something they have a stake in, such as Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to help with yet another reboot of the character. From an advertising perspective, I think this is an ingenious partnership that results in a win-win for everyone involved. Yeah. Although, speaking to my peers that are outside the industry, they have a slight disheartening feeling when they realize it's all, as they put, a marketing ploy. Is this nothing more than just another compartment in the Sony and Square Enix hype train? What are your thoughts on them using DLC in another game to help promote it? Yeah, I mean, uh, Final Fantasy VII is an old game and uh, a lot of the people that are going to need to buy the remake probably aren't that familiar with Cloud anymore. Um, so it totally makes sense from that perspective, right? Like, these companies are not running charities, and it's not out of the goodness of their heart. Like, Square Enix and Nintendo are buzzed, and they're like, sure, take Cloud, use them. Like, yeah, of course. Like, there's a reason it's Cloud and not Lightning, right? It's because the Final Fantasy VII remake's coming. Like, yeah, but that game's not coming to Wii U. Yeah. Not yet. But it's least. still like how yeah. many how many headlines on IGN.com and everywhere yeah. else are yeah, going to have cloud true. in the headline now that's over true. the course of the next well, so six months. I, I totally agree with you. Obviously, none of these companies are running a charity. These are businesses. But on the same page, Smash Brothers makes the opposite of very wise business decisions for fan service specifically. Like, like old 80s baby yeah. geeks like us get to see Duck Hunt Dog fighting in, yeah, a, yeah. in a new game. Rob and, the Robot. Yeah, and there's like, there's no... They don't put that guy. There's he's nowhere, right? He gets an amiibo and he's in the game, but it's not like they're working on Unless Duck Hunt 2016. Duck I wish, right? Like they, they ported the the virtual console game, the Wii, with waggle controls, and that was about it, or corner yeah. controls. But um, that was mostly just fan service, and I think that like a lot of people have politicized this this Cloud and Smash Brothers thing, but sometimes things are just awesome, and people yeah. just make cool decisions to make Smash Brothers more of a robust 
fun box of just this awesome video game mixtape of just nostalgia, and I think it works really well in that way. Sure. Should have been Mog. Yeah, but I mean, could have been a Moogle. That would have been yeah, really cool. You just yeah. dance all the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're not mutually dance. exclusive. Like, I don't think. I think if the Final Fantasy VII remake didn't exist, I don't think Cloud would be coming to Smash. Because why? What, what would Square Enix have to gain? Like, why would they do it? Uh, the same thing well, that, that Metal it, Gear Nintendo would have something to gain, and they yeah. could they could pay Square Enix. Yeah, I mean, like because it would be an old character. It would be a decade, a, a character that's fifteen years old that like they have no plans to use again. Right. Like it would be weird, but but that's why like Sakurai and his team, it's not like Cloud is going to be a half-assed character. He's marketing yeah. or advertising. At, like they don't. I can hold those two thoughts independently in my head. Like this is marketing for Final Fantasy VII remake. So, so what's Ness? Andy's an awesome character. So what's Ness? Sure, but I mean. I mean, Ness has been in Smash since the beginning. Like when when Ness and Captain Falcon and these characters are in Smash One, like okay, they're still more relevant. Lucas, sure, yeah, that's. Fair. I mean, they're not working on a new Earthbound, right? And I think also with like Ryu, they put him in there. No, Street Fighter is not coming to the Wii U. And I don't think that's specifically promoting the Street Fighter Five or DLC or anything like that. But it's sort of just like. Well, maybe it, that's what it is. Maybe it's like, okay, please give us these games. Come on, make these games for a system. I mean, it's, and like, that's such we'll a weird give, way to ask. We'll give you a character. But that's like, okay, now I feel like that's the way, like... I don't really think that's what it no, is. No, I know, I know. But, I, I'm, I, but that's, that's the way it's I the used consolation to for Nintendo. Yeah. When, I was a, cloud. when I was a kid, I thought about things like that, right? I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, if they let you play with this toy, we'll give you this game. Yeah. And something. It doesn't work like that. Uh, I think they're just making this awesome, like, mixtape, this awesome place, yeah, this awesome home for it. all things video game nostalgia. That's great. Uh, and, I, I mean, I hope one day we get to see, you know... Master Chief in a game like that. Um, and I know that doesn't mean that Halo is gonna come to the Wii U or anything like that. It definitely gives me hope. I think I said this on a scoop previously for Smash 5. Like I thought Smash 4 was it. They've done it. They got 50 plus characters. You can't do anything else with Smash, but now I'm like, there's a real opportunity with especially with Ryu and Cloud, they've opened the door for it to be a true like video game party. Yeah. And I wanna <laughs> see one more that's like genuinely like, well, all right, let's do it. Let's get yeah. all the mascots. I mean, don't like, forget Sonic and Pac-Man are in this game. Neither yeah. of those really cued to any new games in the series, especially yeah. not ones on Wii U. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike, uh, Punch, uh, Little Mac, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone saw Little Mac and Punch-Out, and they're like, we're getting a new Punch-Out. We didn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> you just got Smash Brothers, which is fine. You It'd know? be cool if they put Solid Snake back in it from the uh, last yeah. version. He's actually like, of all the things that have kind of disappeared over the years, the fact that all these guys are coming into the party and he's not there anymore is a big bummer. Plus, they could just say it's like one of the three people that isn't, isn't actually Solid Snake. Yeah. It's part of canon now. Well, they did do that massive vote for Smash Brothers characters. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't found out who the winner of that one is. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that must be what they're going to announce this month. Yeah, they're doing a Smash Brothers Direct this month. Yeah. Well, it has announce. to be Cloud. Well, they're cooking up it's something. It's not Cloud. Cloud. They would have said specifically that was Cloud. So I think Cloud's one of them, and then there's another massive fan favorite coming Smash, to Smash Brothers. The, the Smash, <laughs> the Smash uh, Direct is going to be weird. The Project M fan project, uh, they announced that they're stopping development on it, mm -hmm. and like that's right before the Nintendo Smash mm -hmm. event. And it's yeah, like, that is interesting. I didn't think about that. You know who it's going to be? Who? The Urbian Champion. The Urban Champion? Urban Champion! Oh, I hope yes. so. I hope so. Uh, one day I want to see him fight L Block from Tetris. <laughs> and then a flower pot comes. And <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I want it to be like that old dumb Sega fighting game where you could fight as the Daytona car. Just like dumb. Oh, yeah. Ah. I know that one. <laughs> well, hopefully somebody rigged the vote and just came yeah. up with the worst thing. No, I don't want that to happen. I want something really cool to happen. If it was Tetris, it would have like a Pokemon master and he'd be yeah. a master of Tetris. Yeah, and he'd have parts, all the different so. blocks to throw out. But I That's like L-Block, actually. I like that a lot, actually. Tetris master? Get uh, Alexei Pajitnov to just stand off the it's side. All the pieces just crush people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we will be hearing more about Smash Brothers later this month. Next email comes from Michael. He's been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. 
He Good says, man. hello, yeah. Scoopers, longtime listener of four years, love the show, first time writing in. I've noticed several IGN staff feel it's a shame that Tomb Raider is an Xbox exclusive this holiday season, and there's an air of shame that seems to be placed on Microsoft for it. My question is, will I be hearing the same sorts of comments made towards Sony when Uncharted 4 is released? Though Tomb Raider isn't first party, it's my understanding that Microsoft helped with the development in many ways, and I applaud them for continuing to find ways to make the Xbox a viable platform in the face of a sales-dominant PlayStation. I've always been platform agnostic overall, would love all games to be available to all people, but there seems to be an unfair bias against Microsoft this generation. Further, I believe that the only shame here is the decision to release Tomb Raider on the same day as Fallout 4. Scoop. Uh, yeah, we've talked about this, N and no, I don't think I like... I'm not like, shame on you, no. Microsoft. I feel yeah. bad for, I do, for the I developers just, of Tomb Raider. I just do feel bad game. because Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider is an amazing yeah. game. And not only is it an exclusive on a console that has half of the audience of the PS4, it was also released on the same day as Fallout 4, which is a multi-platform game. Yeah, the one biggest, of the biggest games of the year. Game. So it was just yeah. like, it was just like dropped into a black hole, kind it of. It was taking one of the coolest messages ever and suffocating it, basically, just silencing it out. Like, it is an amazing, <clears throat> incredible, wonderful game, yeah. and very few people will, ex will experience it, and I'm worried that by this time next year, when, when it's everywhere else, um, that it'll just feel muted and old, and it'll seem like last year's leftovers yeah. in this forward-thinking industry, you know? Exactly, people are gonna get to play it next year, and I hope it finds an audience, but um, I feel like you're right, people yeah. will have moved on because it'll be a year-old game at that point. And Tomb Raider is way up there in my game of the year hunt. Yeah. It's one of a Might couple like, games that yeah. I'm considering for my mm -hmm. game of the year. I don't really know that it has an actual shot at that. Um, and I'm gonna go out there and say I don't think it's the exclusivity that's hurting it. I think it's the launch window. I, yeah. Like not it's, hurting it. Well, I'm just saying both. I don't even think things are hurting it. I just think it sucks that it came out at the same time. I agree. Well, it's it, all it, I it think. Became, it became a running the exclusivity joke. Exclusivity thing, like whatever. I love Halo, and it comes out only on yeah. Xbox. I People decided. But the it, difference it. is the difference yeah. is the last Tomb Raider was an exclusive. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the difference with Uncharted silly, too. But, and that's where I think uh, what's his name, Michael. Um, that's yeah. where I think Michael's. Uh, there's kind of a few things to unpack here. Yeah. And that's the first. I don't think the Uncharted comparison holds water because that's a Sony, you know, that's that's it's a Sony franchise. Up. Whereas uh, there's a perception, real or not, but the perception is that Microsoft took Tomb Raider away and took it for themselves. Although the reality is that the game might not have been made at all without Microsoft spending some money to have it on their yeah. box first. Yeah, um, I think the, the exactly what you're saying. I think the issue is that like if you've been a PlayStation guy, even if you're on PS4 right now, you can get the Uncharted collection and play through all three of those games and then get Uncharted 4 next year and you'll be all cut up. Yeah. But if you played uh, Tomb Raider on PS3 or PS4, right. uh, you can't play the sequel for a year and that sucks. Yeah, it feels bad. Um, but I don't think any of us are like throwing any shade at Microsoft about it. Like I'm just happy I got to play what I got to play. I'm very platform agnostic. I put together my list of top 10 games of the year. They are all over the place. There's mm -hmm. nothing very specifically driven on one console. But yeah, I just I feel like this game became a running joke this fall because it came out the same day as Tomb Raider as Fallout, and Fallout was the game to get because it's so much bigger and this seems like something people can play in a year. And I really hope they do. Like, do not sleep on this thing because it's so good. And if yeah. you have an Xbox, get it. It's, a, yeah. it's an excellent game. It's yeah. really, really surprisingly, and I like Tomb Raider 2013, but it's like, holy goodness yeah. gracious, uh, the sequel ticks off like all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. It's real, really, really good. Uh, it is time to play a video game 20 questions. Yeah. I gotta do a speed round. Our suggestion this week comes from Anton. Everyone knows how this works. <clears throat> My guests here have 20 yes or no questions in order to guess Anton's mystery game. You may begin. 
Did this game come out before January 1st, 2000? Yes. I like Wh that. Was, <laughs> was this a Nintendo game? Like, can you, can you rephrase? Was like, this on a Nintendo platform? Yes. Okay. Doesn't sound like it was exclusively on a Nintendo platform. I tried to get a little wiggle room out of that. You <laughs> yeah. Know, two questions Did it come up one. before 1990? Yes. Full. For, before 1990. Yeah. And it was on the Nintendo. Which means it wasn't. It was on a Nintendo. Platform. Possibly Game Boy because it technically launched in '89. Likely or NES. Okay, so did or this, arcade, right? Did there were no game, other. Did this game, game also launch. come make an appearance in arcades? No. There you That's go. cool. Um, was this a side-scrolling game? Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> you yeah. It's a 2D game that you can move up. Into the fore, like foreground. Got it, got it, okay. Side-scrolling, but you can also go back. Okay. The foreground. So it's like maybe like a brawler, like a double dragon, or a, or yeah. a battle toads. <clears throat> yeah, is this a brawler? No. No, I would have call, called all those games side-scrolling games. Hmm. Battle toads. But you can move into the background and foreground. Yeah, like I, can, battle I can see that being confusing. Yeah, those are side-scrolling games, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right, yeah, actually. But they have three... But they're not locked they have, the you, they have more than one axis of, like, movement. Got it. Move not forward. a brawler, after all the brawler talk today. Okay, uh, Okay. is this game made by Nintendo? No. Is this game made by Capcom? No. <laughs> That's very specific. Uh, they made a lot of games. Do you play as a human in this game? Yes. Ooh. That's a good question. Okay, um, we don't know, John. Is it, well, but he, we... It's not a brawler. Is it it's a side-scrolling. Is, is, so it, a platform? is it a Is it a platformer? No. Yeah, I guess the 3D movement is tripping that's, me up. That's 10. Because there could be sports games and stuff like that. Yeah. We're halfway there. Tecmo Super Bowl? Tecmo Bowl? We can add, yeah, I mean, is, it, is it a sports game? Yeah, is it, it a sports game? No. Damn it. <laughs> uh, is, is it part of a series of games? No. no. Oh, goodness. Huh. Wait. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. There have been at least two. It's not River City Ransom? It's a brawler. Yeah. Is the, is the developer still in business? No. Oh, man. All right. Uh, do you want to do time? Like, the, the, like we, we still know the game. We still know genre is a pro is problem. We probably need to get through some more genres. We haven't asked. Did I ask, I asked platformer? We, did I ask platformer? Did I just imagine Because we have shooters like Contra that. and stuff. You, know, really, you go to the background and part of, part of that game, so it could be Contra. Yeah. Yeah, but you... the developer's not in business, so it can't be Contra specific. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Wait, so wait, just remind me. We know it's not a sports game. We know it's not a brawler. Did I ask platformer or not? Yeah, and I said no. And it's not a platformer. Okay. What does that leave us with? Puzzle. Shoot. Racing. Yeah, racing. RPG. RPG. Star Tropics. Mm -hmm. We played that the other day. We did. Um, and you play as a human in it. And there's Zoda's Revenge. <laughs> uh, is it an RPG? No. Is it a puzzle game? No. That's Jeez. 15. Damn! We're in, we're in, we're in yeah. you, guys, you guys need a hint. You guys got too hung up on Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally understand that. It was on a Nintendo platform, but... But it was also somewhere else. But it came out before 1990. And yeah, it so it might have been an arcade game, too. Mm -hmm. No, but it wasn't in arcades. We asked that. Yeah. It wasn't in arcades. No, we didn't so, ask that. Yeah, we did. I did. He said it was not in arcades. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's why I thought, like, well, what else? Be, like, the Master System? Yeah, or Turbo Graphics. You guys are missing... Game Boy? A big source of 
PC? Video games. PC. Yeah, PC. It's a big hit. PC. Oh, <laughs> man, we were just barking up the wrong tree for a very long but time. If it's on Nintendo and if, PC. If, so. if Jared was here. The genres are really tough. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Should we yeah. ask if it's like a sci-fi or fantasy game? No, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think. He's, he's, Damon's trying to help us out. What are like some 80s PC games that maybe also came to the NES? I'm thinking like Lemmings or something like that. Maniac Donk, Mansions, Sid no. Meier's Pirates. Yeah, but he said it's sort of a side scroller, and that there was two of them. Maniac Mansion. There were a couple. There were a couple, pirates games too. Yeah, and pirates. <laughs> what was that Adventures of Lo? Now, that wasn't on PC. Yeah. Clue Clue Land. <laughs> wasn't on PC. Should I ask if it's an adventure game? Sure. Is it an adventure game? Yes. I, I already oh. said. It. <laughs> okay. Is it a? It, just okay. Teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you just nail it? Oh, I want to. Is it a LucasArts game? Well, it's Lucasfilm. At the time, they were called Lucasfilm Games. Okay, so that leaves us That's with... That's it. It's Maniac Mansion. But it might not. Like, it could be any... I mean, I understand, based on his reaction, that it probably is. No, no, I'm just saying that because it's a piece... Uh, the only thing that's came to the NES. That very few games went None from None of the other ones came to the NES. You got Mule, you got Pirates, you, it's very few can you Can you blow up a gerbil in a microwave in it? Yes. <laughs> Swish. <laughs> is it Maniac Mansion? Yep. There you go. Woo. Got it in 19 questions. Came in a little hot there. That's good. Yeah, man. Adventure game and Nintendo is really tough. I feel bad about all the clues you gave us now. Yeah, adventure so yeah, game. Mansion, I would have also you can accepted. kind of wander into the background and stuff yeah. like that. And it's hard to call that a side scroller, but it is, exactly. I guess. 1987 for PC, I think 88 or 89 on mm. NES. Yeah, it seems so early, doesn't it? 87 yeah. for PC. Yeah. Did wow. they ever remake that game? Yeah. I don't think so. Because no, they're redoing Day of the Tentacle. Okay. But not. So that is the sequel that you referred to. Yes. Not Zoda's Revenge. <laughs> nope. <laughs> to be clear, not Zoda's Revenge. Man. Thanks for the uh, suggestion, Anton. Yeah, it's a good one. Before we go this week, I know we're short on time, but before we go, it's Christmas time. Yeah. The, the season of miracles. Mm -hmm. And I would like to provide a small miracle for one of I our. Hear, I hear jingle bells. For one of our GameScoop listeners and/or viewers. Your laptop? I'm in the process of moving. And I've been packing, and I just have a lot of old video games mm -hmm. that I just don't need wow. anymore. Cool. This is, this is a big batch of P PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox era games. Games like Fable, uh, Disgaea, Animusha, You're giving Fable, me that Disgaea is your favorite Ratchet game. And, yeah, but I'm never Ratchet gonna... and Clank going Commando. Yeah. Yep. Shadow of the Colossus. Don't nice. give that away, you crazy, crazy Burnout man. Revenge. Oh yeah, Beautiful this, Joe Two is in yeah. there. I'm amazing. Life wow, on PS2. That's cool. The standalone one. That's a weird yeah. one. What's this? Resident Evil GameCube. Oh, that's remake. an awesome one. Yeah. I'm just. Remake. I'm never gonna. Uh, check that I'm never gonna time. put these discs in a console again. I don't like having just clutter lying around. So, uh, I, maybe one of the GameCube listeners would like to win Damon's classic game collection. That is wow. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Uh, each one has a box and an instruction manual. Very, yeah. very complete package. And a lot of love. So if you would like to be the new owner to give all these games a new forever <laughs> home, email me at gamescoop at IGN.com. Let me know why you think you would be a good new owner. Preferably, I'd like it to be someone who hasn't played a lot of these games and would actually like to play them. Yeah. Like, get some use out of them. Wait, are you going to tell them about the, about the... They're going to have some homework, though, right? Yeah, and then the request is afterwards, after you play them, we want you to write back to us with just a little paragraph review of each game, what you thought Each of game? Yeah. What do, what do you think? And I mean, then there's it, like 20 games in here. But like over time, maybe that's over something time. we like can enjoy over, over 2016. 2016 yeah. We're going to be talking with Barbara or... Here's what Barbara thought <laughs> about Onimusha. All the games. Why yeah. are we only giving it to people who starred in Batman? <laughs> 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 that's 
we filter out everything. everything or Robin or yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Burnout Revenge. If you have a cool Batman name in real life, you might win this box of, of games. Ratchet and Clank going Commando is in here. Uncharted 3 is the one like last gen game. Let's yeah. See. Anyway, email me at gamescoop at IGN.com and let me know why you want to win my classic game collection. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. You're my name is Damon. Welcome. This is IGN GameScoop. We're out. I said I would run away As far as I could go Teach the dogs to pull the sleigh Through the white and drifting snow You brought home a magic box In time for Christmas Day This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.